All right, guys. Maybe you've been here for all of the episodes. You've been listening day in, day out. Maybe you're binging all of these episodes all at once, but you know that so far I have opened every episode with a quote from a Taylor Swift song. So her iconic lyrics to start us off. Now, today I'm not even putting a quote here because our topic is storytelling. And there was no one quote that I could select that summarized storytelling. So I'm just going to summarize. Like, you know that she uses storytelling elements all too well. Like, so many of her songs that are just part of our culture include the characters that she has in her songs, the storylines, like the red scarf of the all too well, the, oh my gosh, the white horse of love story, like the last great American dynasty of the folklore era, the Miss Americana, the all too well. I just keep coming back to all too well because it's my favorite. But these songs tell stories. And you know what? We don't forget them. We still, actually, we never stopped talking about them because storytelling sticks. So today's intention for our episode is to get real with ourselves about how we need to use storytelling in our marketing if we want people to remember it. Today, you're entering your social media era with the No More Blank Spaces miniseries from the Found Podcast with Molly Knuth. In the span of six bite-sized episodes, you'll go from having blank spaces to seeing sparks fly on your business's Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and social media platforms of choice. Each day, you'll receive quick, actionable tips for creating engaging social media content that works right now in Q4 of 2023. There will be no more teardrops on your guitar. It's time to become a content mastermind. Are you ready for it? Okay, friends. One of my recent episodes, episode 147, really details the narrative framework structure. So we go into examples and I go step-by-step through how to create this narrative framework. But high-level overview. What's working right now is storytelling. So having posts in and of themselves, or a series of posts that have clearly defined characters, and the character can be you, it can be a client that you've served, it can be a hypothetical character that you make up, but that is a character. Setting, so telling us the time period and the place that something took place. And so the setting can be an office, it can be a town, it can be the present day, it could be two weeks ago, but we're really using setting to create the time period, and the place that some action took place. And then the third component of a narrative structure is that there is some kind of problem that our character is facing. And then we present a solution to that problem. So our character's problem might be something like having really tangly hair. And every time they go to comb it in their room, they like leave balls of hair on the ground because the brush pulls it out. And then we show up having the solution with the new hottest untangle brush in our salon. So we have characters, we have setting, we have problem, and then we come in with the solution for that problem the character is experiencing. Now, these stories can be told on a micro level where it's like a singular incident like the one that I just shared. We can really quickly and easily share that story in a single caption with a image or a video or a carousel to provide that graphic structure that accompanies the story. Or we can tell these as a macro story 
where it's a season of life or a season of business. And we're really taking like a bigger picture kind of look to it. So we can tell them like really small or we can tell big stories. We can also tell a story over the course of a carousel. So like every time we swipe an image to the left, we get another bit of that story. We can tell a story in an image is accompanied with an anecdote in the caption. We can tell a story as a blog. We can tell a story as a podcast, or we can tell a story over the span of like a whole week or two weeks of content by just like dripping out little bits of the story over time. Now, storytelling also helps us be remembered because it allows us to use sensory details. And again, I go more in depth in this in episode 147 of the Found Podcast if you want more information. But high level sensory details are those five senses that we learned about in kindergarten, smell, sight, taste, touch, sound. And it helps tap into memories and embed in our brains. Some of the best reels and TikTok creators know this and use it to their advantage already. Like, have you ever seen a short little reel with a sound or a song from your childhood and it makes you like have to share it with your friends? Or like you just get that little glimpse of like, oh my gosh, I know that. And it plays into your emotions. It's because these creators are tapping into the sensory experience of nostalgia, the sensory experience of sound, the sensory experience of things that like all together create a a whoosh of feeling. And they're using storytelling to frame all of it. So you might be thinking right now, great, Molly, how do I use this for my business? Okay, so let's encourage each other to get creative. So let's say I'm a photographer and I want to really book a family session because I have like an indoor really cool venue and I want to get more families to come to it. So rather than saying like, hey guys, I've got this venue booked, here are the times. I can do something like this. Imagine me typing this into my post. When I was seven years old, I remember the matching Mickey Mouse sleeveless dresses my mom made my sister and me wear for the Olin Mills photo shoot in the church directory. You remember those days when the photo rep would just set up shop in the adjoining school classroom and you and your family would report at your set time to stand awkwardly in the same position as the family before you and the family after you and every other family in a 15-mile radius. There was that blue painted backdrop. You know, if you were lucky, you got the black backdrop. And with that backdrop, they could put the image of you in the lower right-hand corner and then like superimpose a close-up side profile of your face into the upper left. So it looked kind of like transparent and cool. I I do have one of those too. I was not wearing a Mickey Mouse dress, Um, but thank goodness for modern photography and allowing families to express themselves the way they are most comfortable, aka at home or in their own backyards or in cool places. No crappy backgrounds or superimposing required. Okay, guys, I didn't even get into selling or listing out the availability for my like hypothetical photo shoot yet, but did I get you hooked with that story? Did you also start remembering Olin Mills photo days and church directory photo shoots from the awkward like 80s and 90s? Can you see how I leave it open so that I can then lead into promoting my own photography services? So just by using this short story, I'm making connections emotionally and neurologically in the brain of my audience. 
so that even if they don't need my photography services today, I am the person they remember. And this Olin Mills story and the Mickey Mouse sleeveless dress, and to like make it even better, it was a denim dress and it was long and it had buttons down the middle. But anyway, they'll remember that when the time comes because the story I told was engaging, not just because I listed available appointment times. So today, the action that's associated with this episode is I want you to pull a random story from your youth that you can connect to what you do today. Maybe it's a hobby you had as a kid that taught you a life skill. Maybe it's a mentor or a teacher who kind of inspired you to take some career path. Maybe it's just like a random 80s or 90s thing like I just did. But I want you to have a short little anecdote that you use in your story-based post today and then tag me at Molly Knuth underscore MKM so we can like laugh and like reminisce together. Okay? So if you liked learning about storytelling and how to use storytelling for your content creation, I really encourage you to check out our MKM Eras Bootcamp, which is a four-week group program that is designed to help you create more engaging content by the end of the year. MKM Eras Bootcamp includes four weeks with mini trainings on content creation methods that are efficient and effective. It includes a set list experience, which is where you can kind of choose your own adventure and you pick the route and the direction of study that you want to take. So we'll let you choose photography or videography or writing stories, whatever fits you and your business best. I'll give you content ideas to help inspire content creation during and after the program. We'll have two Q&A sessions for you to get your burning questions answered. We'll have a Thanksgiving week study hall so we can get our posts scheduled at the beginning of the week. And there's a VIP upgrade option. All of the details of this program are available if you go down to the show notes of this episode and tap mkm.myflowdesk.com slash mkmerasbootcamp. Registration is open just through Sunday, November 12th. It's $77 to sign up but I promise you will get that value back and more. So check it out, mkm.myflowdesk.com slash mkmerasbootcamp to get in. 